This is show 58 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a somewhat regular show dedicated to sharing stories of cloth diapering from parents, brands, and retailers around the world. All right, so today's episode is with Amanda Jessup. Amanda is a illustrator and recent author, co-author of the book Counting Cloth. So we're going to talk about our journeys in writing and publishing books today, as well as motherhood, this pandemic, and a few other things that touch along this way. If you're new here, my name is Bailey. I'm the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast and a cloth diaper enthusiast and supporter. My babes are now out of diapers, and I live in northern British Columbia, uh, where I continue to talk with other parents and try to find a way that we can support more inclusive and diverse cloth diaper spaces for story sharing and learning and growth and opportunities. I have been a cloth diaper blogger for a long time now, and I still create and help support you guys in creating cloth diaper content around the web. So today I did mention that I would announce something. And if you follow me on Instagram stories at the cloth diaper podcast, you may already know what's happening. Today's announcement is I am releasing Cloth Diaper Podcast merchandise. I initially had planned for it to go live today for you to be able to order the Cloth Diaper Mom, Cloth Diaper Parent, Cloth Diaper Dad, Cloth Diaper Baby, and a few other variations of that saying shirts at theclothdiaperpodcast.com. However... Because of the current health situations, I shipping and photography and all of those little things, as well as my family getting sick, have kept us from getting the ball going. So instead of an official launch, today I am just officially letting you know that Cloth Diaper Podcast merchandise is coming in 2021. At this time, I don't really know when I'm going to be able to launch it based on how things are shipping, how production's happening, and when I'll be able to get together with my photographer and friends, but it will be happening. I have demoed and launched and made the graphics and we'll be having cloth diaper mom, cloth diaper dad, cloth diaper parent shirts, as well as hopefully some other fun stuff. I developed or I designed a couple other shirts, a couple tote bags, and a few other fun things. And I'm thinking about stickers. Maybe, maybe not. I'm also thinking about mantra cards, cloth diaper, inspirational sayings. But those are the fun things that you can expect from the Cloth Diaper Podcast in 2021. If you want a sneak peek and you don't know what I'm talking about, go visit me on Instagram. You can find me modeling my beautiful cloth diaper mom shirt. And in 2021, we'll have a few other models, a few other parents showing off this design. I'm pretty bummed, but... It's all going to work out in the end. Shipping this holiday season has just been kind of chaos, hey? I know Canada Post is announcing today that they've cut, they've changed all their deadlines and they're seeing incredible changes in how we are moving around and shipping goods, which is funny because today's episode with Amanda, we're talking about books. So if you don't know Amanda already, she is a cloth diaper illustrator and mama, and she's from Florida, and she's going to tell us about how she got there. You can find Amanda's book on Amazon as well as my book on Amazon, and you can order them direct from there. We'll talk a little bit about that Amazon process for us as well as self-publishing. And here, I'll let us listen to her story now. (laughs) Yeah. So my name is Amanda Jessup, and people might know me from Illuminated Sketchbook, which is my Instagram. And I do digital art. I draw babies a lot, cloth diaper portraits, little keepsake pictures and things like that. 
And I'm also the co-author and the illustrator of Counting Cloth and Counting Nappies, which is the version that says nappies instead of diapers. And I do a lot of digital art. I have an Etsy page if you want to check it out, some printables. And actually, this was a total COVID hobby. I got a lot of COVID hobbies. I'm talking like tons, like new instruments, gardening, like you name it, I've done it. And I just got it in my head that I really wanted to start digital art. And I drew a picture of my baby and put it on this Facebook group, um, Cloth Diapering Mamas. And I was like, if anybody wants one, I'll draw you one. And then I had like 400 people like, I'll take one. So I was like, wow, that's so cool. And I drew as many as I could. And then I just kind of found that area um, and I really like to draw it. So, yeah. So um, after that, yeah, it was so random, but I thought maybe I'd get like five or six women that were like, yeah, I want a portrait. And I got all this feedback. So I was really pumped up and then I decided maybe I should illustrate a book. And I have this really old book called Babies. I don't know if you've seen no. it, but it's from the 60s. Yeah, and all the babies are wearing cloth diapers because it's a really old book. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool. And I posted about it because I don't have any other books with cloth diapers. And some women were like, oh, I got that book too because of the diapers. And I was like, we need a modern cloth diaper book. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's where that I came got it. from. I like jump. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like a COVID hobby. Uh, like you're just like, hey, it, I should totally. start drawing. And suddenly. You oh my gosh. I have like, so many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. I have started two new instruments. I'm raising monarch butterflies. I made a garden. I, I learned how to juggle. Like, I have got a lot of... So what, what did you do before the pandemic? Before, yes, well, before I became a stay-at-home mom, mm, okay. I was a middle school science teacher. Oh. And I did the, the science club. So robotics, water bottle rockets, mass drop cars, generators... So this is like definitely like a little bit of a curve in the road. (laughs) Total. Yeah. Yeah. And my baby was born December 2nd. So I had been home starting in December before most people started um, staying at home. So I had a lot of extra time. Cloth diapering was really... I didn't really know much about it until I talked to my friend Lena and she cloth diapers. And before I had talked to her, it was pretty much what I had learned from my mom about it, which was seriously outdated information. And (laughs) this is a totally different generation. (laughs) Exactly. I didn't even know it was different. And she made it sound so convenient and practical and she just made it sound kind of like an easy eco swap. So I thought I'd give it a try. 
And then I fell down the rabbit hole. Amanda and I had a few connection problems. So to fill you in on what she's talking about next, she is Liz. We're talking about Liz, one of the co-founders of Assembly Baby Diapers. Assembly Baby Diapers is a New York-based cloth diaper brand, and they'll be on the Cloth Diaper Podcast later in 2021. She is amazing. She's helped me in just through customer support, but they're company is so amazing. I love their products. That's probably about half of my stash. So that's like a fitted and coversome and they're awesome. And then I also use pockets. So my favorite pockets are from Bungie's, but I have just a lot of different brands. Bungie's. They're they're a sponsor over Black Friday and I should chat with them more. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, they're so good. Their inserts are natural fiber. So those are my two kind of go-tos, but I have a lot of different styles and stuff. I'm always trying different things. Um, Because you have a lot of different diapers featured in this book. I took styles from my personal stash and I made up some styles and then I just created different patterns that I liked. It just all kind of came together. Yeah. Yeah. And your so your mom wrote the copy? Yeah. So my mom wrote the original manuscript, the first draft, and then we both kind of worked to make it shorter because it's for young readers. Mm-hmm. And we changed it a bit here and there and got it to where it is today. And we created the storyboard together and just kind of worked together. So it was a really fun mother-daughter project. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it. Like that would be kind of a fun project. What was like your biggest challenge on writing Counting Cloth? One thing that maybe like surprised you about writing Um, a book? So I felt like the whole journey was either like, wow, this is so easy. Or it was like, this is so hard. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) so everything would be going good and then I'd be like what is a pdf slash x1a file and then I'd have to go look into (laughs) that's probably the worst part like if I think about writing my book was like once yeah so you're kind of doing everything yourself uh which also means you're trying to figure out what all these like acronyms and terms are and how to file size I think like the cover was uh-huh. by far the hardest uh-huh. part for me, which is why I don't have anything on my spine because I, God, I didn't know how to do that. <laughs> I love your cover. It's so pretty. Yeah. So what I- did you think of self-publishing? Self-publishing? I, like, I can't imagine having to try to approach a publisher and sell them on idea as well. Uh, oh, yeah. I love the idea that I was totally. able to just be in control, which might be good as like a more type A individual. Right. Uh, that said, there are duplicate pages uh-huh. and people still catch typos and I've had like a dozen revisions. So maybe hiring someone to actually edit, like especially when I, I'm doing something with so much copy, um, might have been a good idea. Right. At the same time, I'm just like, it's okay, Bailey. It's okay. No, I think it's also good just to create your content and get it out there. Yeah. And because your book is really based on getting the information to the reader, 
I don't think one little detail here or there is going to really hinder the book because it's got and mostly so it's much just information. Really in close it. friends who pull it up. People who like my yeah. I think Jackie and Smithers, she was like, I'll send you a note page. And I was like, Oh no, I think the only reason you're doing this is because you're a friend of mine. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, so much information. The one thing that like I major regret about self-publishing was I dragged my heels on publishing the paperback forever. I just like, every time I thought about going Uh to print, I would get super overwhelmed and it'd be like, oh, it's too much work. It's too much work. Um, But actually with Amazon publishing, it's pretty, pretty easy. Um, The only pain in the bum was doing the cover. Um, But even the Amazon template Mm -hmm. cover, it would have worked. And I could have published it months ago. So I have, this is my original, but like Amazon has some templates that you can do for cover pages. Um, Yeah. And it would have worked and it wouldn't have been like, I spent like eight hours doing this. Um, But this was like the one thing that was like keeping me from publishing. Yeah. I feel like Kate is a walk in the park. It is so easy. So user friendly but there are a couple things that kind of get you like margins and the gutter <laughs> yeah. and um, yeah. Yeah. You play around with your I'm margins like, a lot. Oh, another margin error. Yeah. Like yeah, my first, yeah, my first revision, did, my gutters are not enough and it's like you can. But KDP is surprisingly easy to use. My other print on demand service I use for my hardcover is Ingram Spark. And I feel like they're a little less user-friendly. And I guess it was a little harder for me to format everything for Ingram Spark. But I was really, really, really happy with how the hardcover turned out. Yeah, I'm kind of like mad that I didn't wait to order a hardcover. I guess I could still do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a hardcover kids book is just you it's one. so nice right like it's so nice to have in hand right came out really good my mom well, so was with like, Ingram, this is like a real book and i'm like uh yeah it is, <laughs> it is a real book mom. <laughs> we wrote it together yeah, she, I'm, she's like you made a real book <laughs> it's you funny are. for your mom <laughs> um so with ingram spark is it like kdp in that it like they they publish on demand then yes so they're print on demand when someone orders it they print it and ship it out i would say the biggest difference is with kdp you can always submit that file of your manuscript and then get a proof and just order the proof at cost off of your um, amazon account whereas with kdp you submit your uh, manuscript and then you have to get that approved by someone and if you have to make any changes they charge you like $25 per change so with Ingram Spark I would, can people were, bulk order yeah yes yeah you can mm-hmm. that's like the one I've had a so few people reach out now and that's like the one thing about KDP that they're not liking and, was, and Ingram Spark is supposed to be more well distributed to bookstores and things like that and retailers. I'm having 
a little trouble getting that to happen, but I'm working with their customer service very slowly. <laughs> so some cloth shops can pick it up. <laughs> oh, that would be really cool. Hey, well, that would be amazing. I know I'm I've been so asked, cute. but I've this been one. overwhelmed about that process. Mostly because you said that you yeah, had uploaded your a- cover with an error. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. No, I think you should jump into it. I think people who have created things in the cloth community, just jump into it. It doesn't have to be perfect on the first try. No. And, um, you know, people, people need the representation on their bookshelf. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. would love to see some more cloth diaper books. Like you can never have too many kids books for sure. Yeah. There's so many great artists in this community. There is so much room for people to write and create cool stuff. Um, One reason I did a kid's book about cloth diapering is just to get that story out there about modern sustainability, because there's already such a dialogue out there right now about diapering that doesn't look like my family's story and just about family in general, like using reusable products and how sustainability looks in a modern family. So I thought it was really, yeah, important to let people feel represented by this book because when I go to the bookstore or something, I'm not finding families like mine on the bookshelf. So I decided to kind of create um, something that would represent this community, whether it's like a family that breastfeeds or cloth diapers or uses reusable products, dries on the line, gardens. You know what, that, that, as you, yeah, as you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, I've never noticed, I'm not very, sometimes I don't pick up on those things very well, but I've never really noticed that in any of my kids' books on my shelf, that narrative, unless it's like a super special book dedicated to that narrative, but like, right, everyday books don't usually pick up on those little things. Yeah, and I thought we also just need to acknowledge that this is such a different narrative than it was in most of the stories that people have heard because Mm -hmm. they're so outdated. And I feel like the more people cloth diaper and tell people about it, it's just going to start growing and growing and becoming more mainstream now that people are sharing their perspectives with their friends and things like that. Yeah. So are you going to write another book? I think we will. Um, Right now I'm working on a book about a dog and a kitten who are best friends. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah! It's so look at your little my, COVID hobby turning into a a book writing adventure. Yeah, I think the first book, Counting Cloth, was just really a passion project that I could not stop working on. If my baby was sleeping, I got my iPad out and I was drawing. I illustrated the whole thing on Procreate, so. If anybody's interested in illustrating, um, you could check out actually this YouTube from this guy called Scattered Brilliancy. And I basically watched his process and copied the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I definitely yeah. have been playing around with Procreate. I pulled oh, up. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I love I've it. I've pulled up Designer. 
I have the Adobe Suite as well, and I kind of uh-huh. bounce between the two right now, and I kind of blend um, a little bit of um, Adobe and a little bit of Procreate. Procreate is, I find, much more user-friendly. Yeah. Totally. But Adobe has some wicked awesome fonts, so... Mm-hmm. And I find that Adobe is really nice for cursive. Uh, something about like if you want to write in cursive, like it just like it just follows the pencil so nicely. Um, oh, nice! I don't know how yeah, to explain it. Yeah, and also if you go on Procreate and your pencil's a little too wobbly, you can increase the streamline and make oh. it more smooth too. Yeah. See, these are all so, things that like I kind of wish I had known the first time I wrote my book because I, I drew some pictures in my book, but I definitely didn't understand how Procreate worked and I kind of just winged it. Um, yeah. 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 So you tip, you tap the brush and then you just increase the streamline to like 80% or something and you can always put it back later. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay, I'll have to check that I, out when my husband gets home with the iPod. I thought your book was so helpful, and it has so many different things. It's like a handbook for cloth diapering. Yeah, that like was kind of the goal. in here. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I've been blogging for so long, and then I have, um, but there is so much information on the internet and I was like, there needs to be a better way to do this. And when you land on like a big one-on-one blog post, it's so overwhelming. So I first I was like, I'll just create like a little freebie book and it'll be 20 pages. Um, but I couldn't get everything I wanted to say in 20 pages. And so then it hit like a hundred pages in Adobe InDesign, and I was like, "Uh, all right, at this point you just got to go big or you got to go home. Like if I'm going to publish a hundred pages, I can add whatever I want into this book. And so suddenly mm-hmm. 230 pages some later. Uh, and even then I like had to curtail myself. I was like, there's a point where it was trying to find a balance in like, how do you give enough information that somebody can make an informed decision, but not mm-hmm. so much information that they're now like spiraling yeah <laughs> and overwhelmed like uh because yeah. i would have loved to have gone into more detail about like some things like textiles and even brand conversations and then i have a girlfriend who just had a baby last year and i sent it to her and i was like if you go through my book and anytime you're asking yourself what is she talking about like highlight it and put a big question mark there and so I like broke it down. It's super, I want to say for dummies, but I also don't want to say for dummies, but like beginners, super beginners. Yeah. I would send it to, I sent it to my friends who didn't know anything about cloth diapering. And I was like, anytime that you're asking what yourself, what that word is, I've like answered the same question like a dozen times because I knew like you would, there's some, there's some cloth diaper questions that you ask yourself in one section and you're going to mm-hmm. ask yourself in another section too. So like she was like, stop using abbreviations. Cause that was something. Well, I you totally... even have terminology in the back with yeah. the abbreviations. But she was like, as a name. beginner, I don't ever look in the back. I'm not using the back. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> damn. well, and as an ebook, if you get it as an ebook, it's not as accessible to flip it to the back. Oh yeah. Yeah. So every time, like I stopped writing AOI, AIO all in one and I would just write uh-huh. it out. Because she was yeah. like, this is confusing. I know what you're meaning, but also at the same time, I'm a mom and I haven't slept in four weeks. So yeah. just it out for me. And another like, good thing is that for me to learn about cloth diapering, I spend so much time on Facebook, in the groups, and also on YouTube, just like listening 
to all these different things and it's all right here in this one book yeah and, and, I don't and you'll catch book- things that you wouldn't normally look into as well yeah and I think my book is a great asset like all of those bloggers everybody who could Facebook groups like that is still really great information and I think people should still follow that and then this is just like a great pocket guide it's like a mini encyclopedia you can keep on the shelf and reference back to in the middle of the night or when your yeah. Google's not working. You can even um, show it to another caretaker, like a grandparent or your spouse oh, or yeah. something, so they can figure it out too if they need help. Yeah, and I I really wanted to keep it really... I Okay, so when I first started cloth diapering, I became a brand ambassador for a brand. And another blogger mm-hmm. in the industry had written a book about cloth diapers. And she had provided some information in the book that that brand really strongly disagreed with. And so there was like this big thing that brands were, this is like, it's like Canadian drama. So it wouldn't even. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the brands were all like dismissing her as a blogger being like, don't buy this book. We do not recommend. And that was my biggest fear. I was like, yeah, I have, I can't, well, I can't a put out of that in the cloth community. Like if yeah. people don't agree with your cleaning or mm-hmm. whatever, they will light you up on social media. Oh like, yeah. Delete your post. <laughs> like cancel <laughs> culture is strong. Yeah, listen to what she said. Oh you know? yeah. So I was like, that was like a huge thought and concern of mine as I was writing my book and like constantly making sure that I would write a book that I knew that brands could support, even if they Mm -hmm. cloth diapered a different way than me. So even if they had a different wash routine strategy, I believe I wanted to make sure that that my book was like neutral enough that there was no reason to be like, she is a terrible person. That was like my biggest fear. Uh, I think that's a huge fear for a lot of bloggers. Yeah. And and I like that in the book, you give the reader a lot of information, but in the end, you tell them that people have different preferences and they can make their own decision in the end. Oh, yeah. And I, I also really emphasize and I will continue to emphasize that like if you need support, reach out to brands and retailers because they they really can be they want you to succeed and they really, they yeah. really will do that. And I can I can't answer everybody's question in a book because you and I live you live in Miami. And I live yeah. in Kid Prince George, and we're going to have very different life experiences. And those are conversations that I think a lot of times you have to do one-on-one, like you mentioned with doing with Assembly. Like you have to slide into somebody's email and brands and retailers are earning a profit ideally, and they can spend the time with you to solve your questions so you succeed. Um, and yeah, I can't, I can't yeah. do that in a book without I know. Being- I think the book is a really good way to troubleshoot though. Yeah, I hope but, so. Like a few things. Yeah. Yeah. If, especially I because I also wanted to walk around the fact that I know some parents get used cloth diapers, so they might not feel comfortable reaching mm-hmm. out to a brand. Um but I so I've gotten Diaper Right and Green Mountain and Nerdy Mamas and lots of great positive feedback from brands. And I'm just like, I can't believe, first of all, that Green Mountain Diapers bought my book. Like I That's so cool. I didn't even I realize that she knew podcast. I existed. 
uh, <laughs> that's what somebody said this week. And I was like, girl, you're just normal too. We're all normal. <laughs> We're all just moms. Uh, I sometimes, sometimes I, I slid into somebody's email the other day and they were like, oh my God, I can't believe you emailed me. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm emailing you too. Like, I think yeah, that the you first are time I was on your Instagram story. I was like screaming and jumping. In my oh, really? Room. Okay. Like, like, like I was totally nerding so, out. <laughs> um, a lot of people who I like idolize, idolize me back. And that is a little bit weird for me. Um, because I'll be like, oh, I think they are so much bigger, so much more awesome than me. And then they'll say the exact same thing when I'm on the phone with them. And I'll be like, what is going on? Your perception about your value and worth is so weird. I am just a mom, Amanda, and I totally reshare everybody. Like, I love it. Yeah, I love And I content. like, I got these it's little awesome. canvases of your prints. I know, I that was so exciting. I need to hang yeah. them up on the wall still. And now your kids are so big. I know, I just and dropped a kid off at kindergarten. It's a really fun way. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. I can't imagine my baby's turning one in a few weeks. So I'm like, ah, Oh yeah. So you're so super, I, for some reason, I feel like you have been in the cloth community for such a long time. I just kind of jumped in feet first. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. your favorite, what's like your favorite thing to do? Like, do you really enjoy doing your sketches or do you really prefer writing the books? Like, what's your favorite kind of thing that you're creating? What's your favorite thing to create? That's a better question. I think my favorite thing is just drawing on my iPad and kind of taking something and making it meaningful for people like for me if somebody gives me a picture like you gave me a picture of your baby and their first cloth diaper mm -hmm. and for me to be able to turn that into something that you can keep and look at instead of having like a, a diaper sitting around or a stash or something you can have that and just kind of cherish it and I really think it's special when I can give someone something meaningful like that yeah, my husband was like, why did you do that? And I was like, first of all, that's a really crappy cell phone picture. And now <laughs> it looks way clearer. Like I would never print that. I've tried to print that picture off uh, and it'll just look like crap. <laughs> yeah. And I've also done pictures like that where it was a really special moment, but the quality of the picture was bad or where someone had a family photo and a loved one who had passed on who couldn't be there and I've added them in and just different things that are really special to people. Yeah. Digitizing is kind of fun in that way. I've had a lot of fun pulling out the iPad as well. My husband, we only have one, so he takes it to work mm -hmm. sometimes and we fight over mm -hmm. it. Um, <laughs> but it's been really, it's been kind of fun to digitize things, to take the brand out of things uh, and to really just like focus on other conversations about the picture. And I've, it's been kind of, yeah, I really kind of get that. more of your personal meaning um, through your illustration. Yeah. And another thing I really love is when people send me pictures of their kids and babies with the book I wrote. Aww. And there was this one post someone sent me about um, their baby at night. It was taken from their camera in their room and it was dark. And the baby, oh, she, I don't think she's a baby. I don't know how old she is, but um, she's like a toddler, I guess. 
and she was sleeping with the book. She sleeps with it every night and she was reading it in the dark. It was so cute. Oh, okay. I, who, oh, I feel like I know which mama you're talking about too. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. an artist. Let me look up her name. I was like, hold on. Who is that again? I'm so, so it's been really special to see all the kids kind of reading and counting out of the book and just seeing kids looking at other babies in cloth diapers and maybe older siblings and stuff has been really cool for me. I have to remember to go put this on the kid's shelf. Um, embarrassingly, it has mostly just sat in my office with all <laughs> other cloth diapers. That's stuff. okay. So Anywhere. I don't think my kids, I don't know if I've, maybe I've read it. Oh, this is, this is her. It's Becky Sturgeon Design. I love her. And she actually has an Etsy store and I got this um, mug from her with cloth diapers on it. And it says Caleb's mama. And it has like the make laundry, not landfill kind of slogan on it. And it's so cute. Okay. You'll have to send me her account when we get off the phone here. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's my next big adventure is I'm slowly working on a merch line. So, oh, cool. Hopefully, yeah. when this podcast goes out, it will also be out. Yeah, uh, and merch for babies would be super cool. Like, and merch for babies stuff. is kind of hard. So, if you're doing like print on demand, there isn't like zero to three months or three to six month shirts. No, just diaper shirts available. I would have to look at other mm-hmm. print on demand companies, but I was, I've been working with Printful right now, and that's not an option. So, yeah hopefully I know it's kind of like limiting when you're trying to do it yourself kind of thing like but I also don't want to do it all myself yeah 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 exactly (laughs) like writing books you can't do a print-on-demand board book but I would rather do a print-on-demand than have like a whole closet full of books waiting to be shipped Oh, yeah. And that's a big, scary investment. I know one of my older friends in life was like, why don't you have, my husband keeps asking me too. He's like, I think we should just ship them all out ourselves. And I was like, no. Yeah. Uh, I love it. And I did talk to a local printer. I just, I just didn't have five grand to drop and hope um, that my book sold. And I've, I've only mm-hmm. sold 50 books only, but, um, I would have had to have bought like 300 and that's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm not up for that financial risk. Uh, and that's the benefit right. of published self-publishing. And then every time you get an order, you have to package it and ship it out. And oh, yeah. I just uh, don't know if I'm <laughs> responsible enough to do that quickly. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> uh, also in Canada, uh, shipping is astronomical, so Amazon does a much more affordable rate. Yeah. It's usually yeah. cheaper for me to ship stuff to the States than it is to ship stuff across town. So, you know, that's my move. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Been working. But I really feel like cloth is going to go mainstream. I hope so. I mean, I feel like I've been saying that for years, and I don't know if we're there yet, but... Yeah, but I do feel like a lot of people started using cloth during COVID because they couldn't find diapers. And I really swear by the fact that like when one person uses it and they tell a lot of people and they tell a lot of people and someone else uses it, like it's going to spread. 
I'm pretty That's sure true. it's going to spread very You're feeling pretty optimistic about it. Yeah, yeah. I That's really true. I mean, most of my friends are out of diapers, so sometimes I feel like I'm kind of out of the loop. So I love hearing that from you, Amanda. Yeah, uh, I went but- to my neighbor's house for just a visit, and I was like, yeah, we use cloth. And she was like, oh, that's so cool. You know, when we have a baby, I'm going to try that. And I'm like, okay. Let me know. know, Yeah, okay. There you go. A little bit of like uh, in seeds of inspiration everywhere. Yeah. And I feel like you kind of expect this reaction from people like, oh, you cloth diaper. What about the poop? And some (laughs) people are (laughs) They're like, oh, that makes sense to me. You know, that's a good solution for my family. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. Hopefully we do see. And more books with options, more resources. Yeah. Definitely. They've been selling cloth diapers and a lot of Walmarts in the States in this bucket. It comes with like a whole kit. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, if it's in Walmart, you know, I'm pretty sure that's a good sign. (laughs) I'm super (laughs) excited to see that Assembly is in Indigo uh, because in Canada, there's not a lot of cloth diapers in brick and mortar like that. So Uh that's probably the first time I've ever seen cloth diapers come to a Canadian brick and mortar. Yeah, that's awesome. I guess Indigo is not a brick and mortar partnering with target in this kind of like ramp up program or something with the goal of getting it into stores. And if, if assembly ends up in target, I'm just going to freak out. I'm going to have to (laughs) ask her about that kind of passion. Like there is so much work that goes into that process. I, as I got overwhelmed, just like putting my book on Amazon, let alone telling anybody about it. So yeah, I know. That's, trying to ask people to take it on. I think that's one of the harder things for me is like advertising and which I've done zero and just getting the book out there. But back to assembly, like instead of just making diapers, which I love the, the other companies um, that I use for their diapers, but they make everything. So they make detergent and they make oh, really? um, day bags and agitators and agitators? like what? Yeah. It's kind of this little silicone thing you put in your um, washing machine. It kind of bounces around and, mm. and creates more agitation. If I have not have done any agitator. research for this upcoming interview with them. Yeah, I'm like obsessed with <laughs> okay. fungies and assembly are like I'm I'm like a fangirl, so <laughs> oh. yeah. Hey, yeah, and I've see. actually just started using their detergent and I've used it twice now and it is so much better than Tide in my opinion. Oh. So I'm gonna keep testing it. Well, if, if they come so to Indigo, I'm, maybe I'll try their detergent as well. Yeah, I'm obsessed. experimenting with detergents. Yeah, like after the first wash, usually my diapers smell like pee. And after the first wash, I was like, I can barely smell anything. Well, and they've then, been in the diaper business for a long time. So they were originally diaper kind. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so it's really awesome to see a brand uh, evolve like that. Just so... Yeah, and their detergents formulated specifically for cough diapering. Nice. And also yeah. their skincare is amazing. <laughs> okay, 
yes, I told you, I told you I'm a fan. Are you really, are you happy with where you're at with book sales and how well your book has been received? So I had a really good time when I first released the book. Um, I sold a lot. I was a number one new release. Which no was, way. That's yeah, incredible. It was super fun. It was really cool. And now I kind of have a little trickle coming in and I'm pretty happy with it and happy that people can get the hardcover now. And I think my next goal is just to reach out to cloth diaper retailers once I get the information on how they can get it with a so wholesale. So a lot of retailers cost. listen to my shows, so they should reach out <laughs> to you. Is that, Yay! Is yeah. that what I'm hearing? We should connect sure. with Amanda if you're thinking about bringing her book in. You've got the you've got the things going. I mean, if you want my book in too, let me know, and maybe I'll oh, do yeah, those steps. Oh yeah, you really should um, pick them both up. Yeah. I mean, like that would be pretty cool. I keep, so if people want to find you, they find your book is what. And you can find it on Amazon worldwide. And, um, I'm on Instagram at illuminated sketchbook and I'm on Etsy at illuminated sketch. Do you have a Facebook? Um, no, I don't. Okay. I mean, I'm on, I'm on a lot of chats and things but just for my personal account which is amanda megan i was trying to see if i could tag you on something the other day and i wasn't sure if i couldn't find you or if you didn't exist so (laughs) it's cool you'll see me pop on there but it's not a professional account or anything like that awesome um well thank you so much i'm like honored to be on your show i've watched so many youtubes i've listened (laughs) to your podcast i've got your book like Um, i love your stuff so awesome well thank you for me. And with that, 2020 Cloth Diaper Podcast series comes to an end. Next week, I will be releasing a show as well, but this is just going to be the episode that Madeline from Permanent Diaper Relief in Oklahoma recorded with me. So I'm just going to be adding that audio file up into my own feed for you guys to take a listen to if you haven't already listened to it it's a little bit it's madeline interviewing me about my cloth diaper journey and my cloth diaper life and my cloth diaper business and all those little things so you might enjoy it but it's not me interviewing anybody and it was released in september on her podcast feed and channel i'm super excited for 2021 i will be guest podcasting on a few podcasts and i have some great new podcast guests coming on the show including assembly and Babian Blends and a few other fantastic options. We'll also be launching that merchandise finally and doing all sorts of fun and exciting things. I hope that you all of you guys have a great holiday season. Enjoy the calm and the quiet of just you and your family. I know it feels really weird not celebrating with everybody, but there's also a little bit of peace in it. Hey, so happy new year and I'll see you in 2021.